This week, Beck and Soda's podcast comes to you with love. Thanks to the Hospital Research Foundation Group, fighting for cures and improved care in over 50 areas of disease and illness. Together, let's support life-changing medical research to save lives. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Happy Friday. Hey, end of the week. Uh, Rebecca Moore's, um, I just noticed you're eating chewing gum. Or are you yeah, chewing, well, I'm chewing, chewing gum. chewing gum. Yes. At this I am, time I should, of the morning. I should six, spit it out. Six o'clock in the morning. Well, you know what? I had some um, dumplings for dinner last night and they were a little garlicky. <laughs> I was like, as I was walking, driving to work, I was like, mm, I need to fix that. But yeah, it's making me hungry. Yeah, because that's what it does. Is if that you, true or is that an urban myth? No, no, no. I think that's actually true that if you start chewing chewing gum, that what it does is it prepares your stomach for food because mm. it thinks you're eating and then it never gets there and I mm. reckon it does something to your stomach. It knows you're masticating, so it prepares um, to consume the food. So I think right now food. you will find that you will be hungry for the morning, which will mean you'll duck back into the um, caramel popcorn and, <laughs> and, the chips. and the chocolate nuts that you normally knock off each morning. <laughs> My diet in the morning is so bad because we always have snacks. It's quite fascinating. I didn't think you'd be one of those people that every no. time I walk around, you've got some chips or something. Well, it's it's dangerous. At home, I won't have chips for breakfast, obviously, but we always have these share packs of chips that the Black Thunders take out, and I end up eating, and then I go, oh, shall I have grain waves because that's healthier? Yeah. But I don't think grain waves is a healthy breakfast. No, mate, they are not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And you just do intermittent fasting. You never eat in here. normally like to eat around about uh, 1 p.m. Really? Mm. Yep. And because we get up so much early, it's probably a little different to people getting up that at is, 7 and eating at 1, isn't you're, it? That explains so much. You would be so hangry by the end of the show. And what does that explain? Well, the, you reckon my moods are bad. Sometimes you, <laughs> your moods are not peachy either, Tal. What are you talking about? I'm not Perry, mate. <laughs> you're not Perry, Perry I'm not Perry. Um, yeah, I, I also think chewing gum, It look. it looks, you know, like people when they chew their mouth with their mouth, and it looks disrespectful. Mm. That's anyway. what I'm feeling right now. Hey, we've got a big show coming up. Of course, we've got a magnificent merch drop. That's coming up at 8.30. Uh, also, Beck, we've got $5,000 on the line for our top secret of the suburb. You can keep them coming at safm.com.au. Uh-huh. And we have a Gold Coast holiday giveaway. We do. We have we so do. many giveaways oh, today. It's a busy show, isn't it? Anytime you are on air today, 131060, and you drop the uh, magnificent word, which needs to be used out and about in society a hell of a lot more than it is, mm-hmm. uh, you will be in the running for this beautiful, magnificent holiday to the Gold Coast. Uh, and that will be given away a little later in the show. You got any snacks? SAFM's Beck and Soda. Let's check in uh, one final time with the boss, Flack. Watch out, Beck and Soda. It's time for your weekly report card. Beck, Soda, it's Flack the boss here, and it's time for your weekly report card. And this week, we've really latched on to everything that makes the two of you, you. Let's start with you, Beck, the most present and attentive mother around. I had a lovely dinner with my eldest, Grace. She goes, Mum, I want to know what was I like as a child? And I said, yes. I said, you were a happy baby. (laughs) You had really cute blonde curls and you were happy. (laughs) What about her first day at school? Can you remember that? Um, She was a lot about you. (laughs) And it was those incredible observational skills that made you the talk of Blackwood High School back in the day, Beck. Or so you keep telling us. The Blackwood High School class oh, yeah. of 1993 reunion at the Brighton Metro Hotel. One girl used to catch the bus with me, the oh. K bus, and she said, I never wanted to sit next to you on the bus because you didn't talk. 
Have you regular therapy to get through this or Maybe you just I skip that? Saved up all my words from school and now I just bullet them out to you. <laughs> You're my new best friend. <laughs> Psst, soda. Run! No, no, only kidding. That would fly in the face of everything you stand by. Right, Soda? The four principles that I live by. Honesty, vulnerability, authenticity and kindness. I try and filter everything I do through those four values. Oh, you're a deep man. (laughs) My values I filter things by is is it on sale? (laughs) Give me, give me. happy hour. (laughs) A valid question, Beck. And the more and more I make these report cards, the earlier my personal happy hour creeps into the AMs. Anyway, anniversary chat. It was um, our wedding anniversary. How many? What um, number? Uh, we were married in 2005. 18. 18, 18. years. Congratulations. Wonderful achievement. Thank you. In fact, the present for an 18th wedding anniversary is porcelain. Oh, is it? It is, well, yes. Perfect, because we got a new toilet last week. <laughs> there you go. So you guys are travelling beautifully. Oh, Soda, they're doing better than beautifully. Nothing says I love you like painting the bowl. But in terms of gift giving, it doesn't hold a candle to this doozy. We're talking about crap gifts. Okay, Michelle from Modbury North. My dad would have to be the worst gift giver. One year it was my stepmom's birthday and yep. she was missing just one hubcap from her car. So my dad went for a walk through the Westfield Marion car park and obviously found the correct rim. Grabbed it off the car because it was just a click on one and wrapped it up and gave it to her for her birthday. Oh, Michelle. <laughs> What's dad's name? His name's Kevin. I love you, Kevin. Stop! SAFM salutes Kevin and all his gift-giving glory. We absolutely don't endorse theft, but we do endorse doing really silly stuff to facilitate calling SAFM for a talk topic. But since this is my last report card of the year, I'll leave things on what I consider to be a personal gift. And gosh, it was silly. <laughs> Just looked at the alpha bucks. Your letter is D for Delta. It's a video game. I see. Well, the video game is Donkey Kong, but the K's being put into a D. <laughs> Who is in control of this? And I'll tell you what, we will accept Donkey Kong or Donkey Dong. Well, Beck, Soda, there's only one grade I can give you. I'm giving you both a D this week, and I don't really need to explain why. <laughs> Dong. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Righto. Um, I'm very, very excited by this, uh, Rebecca Morse, because your husband, James Wakelin, who yes. is a very, very highly rated newsman himself, mm. well, he's working at the ABC and he's suddenly taken to reading the news on ABC oh, Radio. He has. He read his first news bulletin this week. Yes. Which is where I started my career. Yep. 20 years ago. Right. Now he's there, which is lovely. Lots of people still there. Absolutely. Okay. So the best part is now, (laughs) we've got to say, he actually sent you the news, but you haven't listened to it yet. Now, why not? Okay. So he sent me, well, we call it an air check for me to listen to, and it's five minutes. And I want to sit down and really listen to it properly and, and give him some positive feedback. (laughs) And I need to be in the right frame of mind for that because I want to... I want to give it the respect that it deserves. So right. it's been on my agenda. To so do, you haven't been, on my to-do list. been able to find five minutes to support well, your husband. No, it's not about supporting. I also, I'm nervous for Are him. Are you worried? I'm, I'm worried. Oh, well, oh. Um, that's, 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 what? I want him to succeed well, and I'm I don't sh- want it to be bad. Why wouldn't <laughs> so he, I don't want yeah. why wouldn't he be succeeding? I know. I don't know. I just, I have, I just, anyway, what you've got it, haven't you? I've got it. Oh. Okay. So I'm sure it'd be wonderful. Let's listen to it together and praise my husband. Here we go. So this is... <laughs> Is James Wakelin for the first time oh, first reading, one. First one. reading ABC News. Okay, let's have a listen. Oh, I remember that. Oh, do they still use that? Yeah, 
69 and 20. I love it. I love it. My Lord. Okay, shush, shush, shush. James Wakelin with ABC News. Good stuff. Yeah. Good. Slight beat between the theme <laughs> and the intro. You're sort of supposed to blend it over a little bit, but that's okay. The voice sounded he, good. He's got a good voice, very deep. Um, <laughs> very, very... That's okay. That's easy fixed. Very ABC. Do you know Michael Smith, um, who's now at Seven, taught me to read the news, and he said, always have a smile in your voice when you say your name. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, let's find out what's going on in the news at the ABC. The Home Affairs Minister is refusing to provide any information on the whereabouts of a former immigration detainee who hasn't got an ankle monitoring bracelet. 141 non-citizens have been released after the High Court ruled indefinite detention unlawful. Most of them are required to wear a monitoring bracelet, but one is yet to speak with federal authorities. Probably just swallowed the word have there. What? What do you mean swallowed the word have? Didn't really articulate the word have. Um, That's in my notes. And monitoring, yeah. he kind of he kind of ran that together. You got a pen? You got a pen? Are you uh, so have could have been more articulated and mon- monitoring. Yeah, okay. Oh but God. really good though. Just just a bit more um, articulation in the words. Is what? that all, anything? This is great. I'm actually really enjoying this. Mate, have you listened to Channel Seven News? <laughs> it is like this. G'day, welcome back. Port Adelaide smashed the doggies by 48 points. It was a magnificent victory. All right. I'm going to air check What's you. wrong with that? That's right. how people no, normally talk. It's okay. natural. Have you got right. any more? Back to Jimbo. He's got hey, the weather. Let's have a okay. see. Now to South Australia's weather. There's a strong wind warning for the far west coast. South Central Coast, Investigator Strait, mm. and upper and lower southeast coasts. Around the state, temperatures are tipped to reach 21 mm. in Port Lincoln, 24 in Port Perry, 26 in Renmark, and 20 in Mount Gambier. Tomorrow's top going to be 25. ABC News. Yeah. Oh, oh well okay. done, Brought it home strong. Can be a little bit more casual and, and lighter in the weather as well. Seriously, but... don't listen to it and do not critique him. <laughs> no, that was uh, that was magnificent. Um, it, well done, Jimbo. Yeah. A very warm voice. Mm. It's a bit like honey, just warm mm. and soothing. Right. Yeah. Well done. Good on you, Jim. What would you give him out of ten? Uh, well, um, he's. Uh, I would give him an eight. Would you? Yeah, mm. I would. I thought that was excellent. Mm, yeah. He must have learnt from the best. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda are heading around the world. Right, I grab the passport, Beck. I am taking you to New Zealand across Ooh, the ditch. Across the ditch. Um, JB, I need yes. something. The most iconic traditional Ooh. New Zealand song, like their their official anthem. Yeah, the, the, every you got time. something. Yeah, here we go. There it is. Dave Yeah. Oh, the old foot rot flats movie that was from, yeah. wasn't it? Dave Dobbin, Slice of Heaven. Okay, over in Auckland, Beck, there is a school called Woodlands Park and they have had to ban something that's causing all sorts of controversy. It is leading to fights, oh, no. playground scraps, punch-ons all over Crocs. Fight, fight, fight. Over Crocs. Crocs. The footwear. They're banning Crocs and also with Crocs come the gibbets. Oh, you know what a gibbet little, is? Yeah, the little things you stick in your crock. Little icons. They can have anything on them. Little Star Wars, little Red Bull cans. They can have anything. A prime. Felix is walking around. My 11-year-old, one of his gibbets is a little a little prime bottle. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, so kids are trading the gibbets. Right. As well as getting around in the crocks. And, of course, there are two modes for your crocks. Casual yes. mode, when you flick your little backstrap forward, or you put the backstrap on and they're in mm. sport mode. 
There was a bit of a group chat with my girlfriends. Um, one of them wanted to get Crocs and the and the chat was divided over whether or not she should get them. I was on the no camp. I think Crocs are for kids at swimming lessons. Yeah, but do you know what? I, look, I've never worn a pair, but I'm taking them. My kids wear them nonstop. In yeah. fact, Felix wore Crocs to school. Really? The other day, yeah, because he couldn't find his shoes. Um, <laughs> I like them. You've got a pair, haven't you? I bought a pair a couple hey, of months what? ago. I, what? Get yep. out. Them. Just yeah. around the house. You I go bought outside you a Christmas and... present. I'm returning it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Have you ventured publicly out in them? Uh, I did pick up Oliver from basketball training yesterday in the Crocs. What? Socks, no socks. Uh, socks. Yeah, good. So- good. I'll do socks and Birkenstocks. What colour are your Crocs? Uh, they're like an army green. They're not They're not a platform Croc, are they? God, no. <laughs> Uh, they, you know what? I'm I'm taking to them. I love them. They re- slip on, slip off outside. So that you cannot give up your thongs. I yeah, can't no, imagine you in anything but a thong. It's a thank you. <laughs> a pair of thongs. That's not a reciprocated thought, by the way. <laughs> um, can I just say to you, Joe, yes. what are they ballpark price? Fifty bucks from Anaconda on sale. Okay, all right. I'm I'm thinking about purchasing a pair of Crocs. Yeah, do it. Up or down? Thumbs up. No, thumbs it's down. a thumbs down. Well, this school has said no Crocs. Uh, you know what, um, obviously they're trading gibbets. Back in my day, mm-hmm. I had a flashback to this the other day. Um, we used to all have swatch watches oh, and yeah. we would um, get safety pins yeah. and stick beads onto the safety, safety pin oh, and then, oh, yeah. and then yes. put the and then put the pin. Oh, right. Uh, and so your whole swatch watch the was strap. covered in friendship yeah. pins. Yeah. That's interesting. We used to actually like to have fun at school. <laughs> But, I mean, that's, if you're into that sort of thing, yeah, what else? Here's the time in the library to make that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bring back the Crocs and gibbers, please. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Getting close, guys. Yeah, first of December. Happy summer, too. Yes. Oh, yes, my favourite season. It's pins out season. <laughs> what a time. Wow. Day what a Beautiful. time. Oh, you know what? I'm walking down the steps this morning in the dark, mm. and I tripped over two chicks. The elves of oh. the shelf are back. Oh, right. For oh, Christmas. Yep. Yeah, naughty those, little those things. Those naughty little elves. Mm. Mine, don't, mine aren't very active, my right. elves. You know how some people's elves just do really adventurous things and mine just don't. Never had an elf on a shelf. You've never had one. Never, never yeah. had one. Yeah, right. um, Is that a South Australian thing? No. Is that no, a no, worldwide world, world thing? Worldwide. But they local? don't choose to visit all homes. No. Right. The elves. No, no. They're very selective. Mm. And the, and the idea is they move each night. Yeah, is that they, right for yeah, the kids? They're, they're naughty. Yeah. But some of them not as fun, obviously. Yeah, I've got a couple of quite boring, unadventurous <laughs> So they do sit on the front steps. <laughs> they just move from room to room. Wait, some, some elves are very creative. Some mother's elves seem to go to all sorts of lengths. Like where? Uh, like they, they do. Like, like, you know, they put their hands into Vegemite jars and... Smear them oh, all right. over the yeah, place. They, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get a very crazy elf. What then? You really? What then? You got to clean your elf. Yes. How do you wash um, your elf? <laughs> well, they would wash themselves. Right. Yes, oh, a, yeah. that's right. Yes. In the middle of the night, when they're magic, they yeah. would go and wash themselves. Good on your kids. You're well, waking up to an elf in your yes. bed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. An elf on your shelf. Let us know what your elf did last night. Um, yeah. We also have a Christmas tradition. We'll put up the tree tomorrow, and the kids. All stand on a stool because they always fight over who oh, puts the goodness. angel or the star on the top. What do you go with? Are you a star family or an angel um, family? Well, you know what? We used to have an angel growing up. Yeah. Mm. And every single time we would put the angel on the top, mm. my dirty old dad would go, Oh, I bet she's enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> <Dad>. <laughs> he did not. And we, 
Really? Yeah, and as kids, we never got it. Oh, we were like, what do you mean? Right. And then the older we yeah. got, wow. we go, oh, we don't get it now. And as a result, we have to have a star because I can't bring myself to stick an angel on the top. Every year he'd run with that Every same year joke. He'd run with that Oh, that is. I tell you, guess what? Well, we're getting the. It's a the, bit itchy. The real tree tomorrow for the first time. Oh, get yourself an angel. I am going to go and buy an angel, and I'm going to make sure she's got an enormous smile on her face. Oh, wow. All right, we might. Bet she's enjoying that. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, Beck, 12 short weeks ago, do you remember that we did Imperfect Match? Ah, uh, the district. That was a very fun night. Excellent. We had a bunch of you guys come and join us who'd been a little unlucky in love, and one of those people that really hadn't found her perfect match yet was Melissa. She joins us now. Hi, Mel. Hi. Now, tell us, why have you been unlucky in love in the past? I just didn't find the right people. Um, I'd been single for six years, right. and... When the Imperfect Match came up, I messaged my mum and my friends. I was like, should I do this? And they're like, yes, please do it. Tell us about the night. How did it play out for you? Went with the intentions of just making friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up finding my perfect match at the Imperfect Match night. <laughs> right. His name is Daniel and he's standing here as well. Daniel, hello, buddy. Hey. Now, you didn't come along as one of the imperfect singles. You came along with a friend. That's right. Yeah, I was brought along because I heard that uh, we needed some extra guys there on the night. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was the 2nd of August. We are now just a little over 12, 13 weeks later. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you need to share with us, Daniel? Yeah, so um, just the other day, we actually got engaged. Wow, that's quick. Mm. So, okay, all right, Mel, tell us what happened on the night. Um, I was standing with a group of girls and um, Daniel would come over to start talking to to us as a group and then he sort of turned to me and just started talking to me and... You just strike up a conversation, and I was like, "Yeah, this this guy seems all right." And I'm like, "Why is he talking to me though?" He's like, Aww. <laughs> um, "Did you pass that night?" No. Okay. Right. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Um, Daniel, what was it about Mel? Yeah, so I remember on that night, I had I tried um, talking to a couple other people, and mm. uh, you know, I'd sort of just come to improve my confidence, have a chat to some people, prove I could do it kind of thing. Um, and I was sat at a table and I looked over and I saw Mel and I don't know, she was, she was so gorgeous on the night. She was so beautiful. And I just had this feeling that I would regret not talking to her, <laughs> at least not going up and giving it a shot. So I walked up, started chatting to her and, you know, we hit it off. We liked a lot of the same things. She was yeah. really funny. Um, I was making all these jokes and she was really going along with it. And it was... <laughs> when someone laughs at your jokes beside exactly, yourself, exactly. I can vouch for that. It's great. Um, so, yeah, it was just, she was incredible. And, and from the moment I started talking to her that night, I was like, this one I really hope I get to keep talking to. We're three months on, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Mel, at what point did you go, this is actually pretty serious. I mean, this could be a little more than just meeting someone that I like. I knew he was the one Yeah. when he asked my dad if he could date me and no other guy has ever done that before. Um, and he has become friends with my nearly 16-year-old daughter. Um, so when them two started getting along, I was like, yeah, this uh, is it. Melissa, I don't know whether you're aware of the fact that I am excellent at organising hens nights. <laughs> uh, and I need to be involved. 
I mean, Absolutely. I don't know if you need an extra bridesmaid. Sure. <laughs> um, Jeez, you're imposing yourself on things <laughs> here, aren't you? We are responsible for their meeting. Have you thought about a date yet? Yeah. Yeah, we Oh, have, when are you getting married? 2nd of November next year. I'll have to it's check my diary, guys. On my, I'll let you know. It's on my parents' wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, look, what we might need to do is can we, look, why don't you take care, if you guys are happy with this, why don't you take care of the hens night and I'll take care of the buck show? Hey. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what do you reckon? That sounds, sounds wonderful. Sounds like I, I've got a few people planning the bucks and I'm already a bit scared. So yeah. what's well, another one? Let's get your people and our people together, together. Yep. and we will plan the buck show that we guarantee will not get you arrested. Oh, okay? goodness. Guys, we are so, so excited for you and think it is just brilliant. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Soda, have you ever heard of Uber Pool? Uh, no, yeah. it sounds ridiculous. Well, yeah, that's what I reckon. Grace used it on Saturday night. It it obviously helps you save money. Yeah, because but, you share with other people. Yeah, no, I don't. Why, but why would you want to do that? Um, well, basically, she was in the city on Saturday night. She needed to get home, so she called an Uber pool. Oh, I thought. Oh, so I thought you meant you Uber the pool, like you can go to someone's pool because you don't have one and you share. They do oh. that. People do that. That's so cool. I've heard that as a business in the States. What do you mean Uber pool? Uber it's, pool. What yeah. is Uber so pool? So it's like, you know, when you used to carpool to uni or whatever. So you call Uber pool and then the oh. driver stops off to I thought your Uber pool is like you, you can go and use someone's <laughs> pool. And For an can, hour. Yeah. No. Oh, that but. would be disgusting. <laughs> Imagine doing that. Oh, Uber pull you ride around with your bike with a pack rack with your towel on it and you go and swim in someone else's Jump pool. In someone else's pool. Mm. Oh, no. All right. Yeah, so, so she, she – and so particularly on like a Saturday night, for example, 2 a.m., yeah. which I think when she calls it, you're basically getting in the car mm. with a bunch of drunk strangers. But – and they're already in the car? What, yeah. they just stop and pick you up yeah, on the way? Yeah, they pick you up. 131060 if anyone's done this. It's like a – Backpacking, hitchhiking scenario. <laughs> it is that a little dangerous. bit. That's what I said. I said, I'm not sure. And then she, of course, did what any 20-year-old will do and says, oh, okay, well, if you don't want me using Uber pool, you can pay the price difference so, so I get my own Uber. Okay. So let's say, so she was in the city to go home, right? Yeah. So cab to Henley Beach. Yeah. What's that a normal cab trip roughly? Uh, about 30 Paul, bucks. Right. What is the Uber pool then? Well, I think it's about half that. Or it depends oh, how many right. people hop in. So the more people hop in along the way, the cheaper your fare is. But Isn't I that feel, public transport? Well, yeah. Like you just get on board and everyone gets on board? But you're in close pro- proximity. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not you, comfortable with that. Are you whole, in the car longer? Well, yeah, normal? you would be because you'd have to like stop off at yeah. Zhivago or whatever so, and pick up the next lot. Right, yeah. so if you jump in an Uber pool, let's say Grace is the only one in it and then she's driving with Uber dude all the way home. <laughs> or and Uber then, woman. Women can be Uber drivers. Why did I say the dude was a bloke? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, haven't you ever heard dude looks like a lady? <laughs> From Aerosmith. Anyway, so you're going home, right? And then near the airport, what, yeah. the Uber pool guy gets, or girl, yeah. gets a message. Yeah, and could something. divert via the airport. Why would you but do that? When you think about it, do you remember when Uber started? Yeah. I didn't want to use it because I went, I'm not getting in some bloke's Kia or woman's Kia who I've never met. Yeah, but that's what a taxi is, mate. It's yeah. not yeah, your car. It seemed to be more official to be in a taxi. The whole concept of Uber when it started was so foreign to us and now we're used to it. So maybe Uber Pool will become the next big thing. I didn't even know that you would. Maybe couples are going to start meeting. Like next minute, Uber drivers looking in the back and the couple are bloody making out in the back seat. 
I mean, not my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I could really be the stupidest bloke on the planet. You just your words, about, not mine. <laughs> you could just talked about Uber pool, yeah, yeah. and I'm thinking, why on earth would you go to pay to live swim in someone else's pool? <laughs> thinking that's disgusting. I've actually would feel really irking weird about that and then you really told me it's a share ride yeah <laughs> christy from blakeview have you ever used uber pool um no because i'm so glad soda you said that because i was thinking the same thing i'm like that's so weird and creepy yeah. why would i go and use someone else's pool that i don't know <laughs> and imagine if you own the pool christy imagine if you own the pool it's like you're turning yeah. you're turning your own pool at home into a public pool where people are weeing and all sorts of... So, what about the actual real concept actual, of Uber pool, of car, actual, of car pooling? Yeah, nah, I don't think... It just has a creepy vibe to share with strangers. I'm sorry. Like, with friends or whatever, that's fine. But, yeah, no, no, not strangers. I'm sorry. You know, I agree with you too, Christy. I could, look, if it was during the day and you were going to the airport or something, I can understand that. But you, you, after dark, sort of oh, yeah, Uber Paul, I reckon he's fraught with danger. Mm. Mm. You're sitting very close to someone in a car as well. Mm, yeah. Hey, um, actually, Christy, we just looked at this. Uh, JB here has Googled. It's up on our screen. There's a thing called Swimply. Rent your own private pool by the hour. It actually exists. You're kidding it me. It does. What? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That's, That's thing. That's actually wrong. Who would actually do that? I don't know. It depends how much money. So there actually yeah. is Uber Paul called Swimply. <laughs> Imagine that. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Got a secret. Can you keep it? Beck and Soda. Secrets of the suburbs. Untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Only on SAFM. We have had some absolute belters of secrets. We're about to reveal our number one secret. I'm just trying to think back my favourite. I mean, this is the number one, but I think mine was the bloke who pretended to be a vegetarian for his whole life because his wife was vegetarian. Whole marriage. It's whole marriage. Whole marriage. And he'd eat meat and he'd hide the wrappers. And he'd eat them, he'd store the meat at work, bring it home, then he'd spray the house so you couldn't smell the meat it's when his wife so wasn't home. Well, this one is going to be amazing. It is about probably the most loyal wife on the planet. Okay, she joins us now. All right, Anonymous, what's your story? So my ex-husband was a cross-dresser and I used to do his makeup and style his outfits so he could sell out dressed as a woman. Right, eh? How did you know or come across the fact that this is what he was into? We were going through a bit of a rough patch and I um, finally got him to open up to me about what was going on Mm. and he shared with me that he'd done a professional transformation and I looked at the photos and thought I could do better than that. So I'm generally a supportive person, so I had a go at it. (laughs) He thought I did a better job as well, so... Yeah. Wow. So when you um, helped him get ready, then was he going out dressed like that or? He did a couple of times. Yeah. Um, Obviously, not long after that, we ended our marriage. Um, So I don't think he does it anymore because he doesn't have someone to support him in that anymore. Um, But yeah, so I used to dress him up, do his makeup, dress his style, his outfit, and he would go off. And it was the weirdest thing, hugging your husband goodbye with a real nice set of fake boots on. Right. Yes, that would be unbelievably weird. So did you have any inclination that he sort of had these interests while you were married? 
Um, he did tell me very early on in our marriage, but then would never ever tell me anything about it. So I kind of just forgot about it. He used to just do it when no one was home. Um, and then eventually opened up to me about what I was always curious to know more, but didn't want to make him uncomfortable. So I just let him, you know, manage it himself. It wasn't until he opened up to me about how much of a part of his life it was and what he was actually doing that I decided to help him out. So how often was he um, dressing up? As often as he could. Right. Sometimes he would ask me on a whim on a night after work to do his makeup for him and I'd just be like, oh, I'm too tired. So it was as often as he could manage. Wow. And nobody else in the world essentially knows about his secret. No, no one. <laughs> I couldn't do it to him. <laughs> is he in another relationship now? Yes, he is. Right. With, with a man or a woman? With a woman. And you wouldn't know whether she's aware or not? Oh, no. God, no. It took him years to be really honest with me. I don't think he'll ever be honest with her. So did this have anything to do with the end of your marriage? Uh, not really, no. It was just down to other personality issues and his alter ego female persona was an absolute bitch. <laughs> I didn't like her at all. So he would actually change personality when he was cross-dressing. He became that female persona. Yes, super competitive, wanted to be skinnier than me, lighter than me in smaller clothes. It was always a competition. And I was like, oh, this is just too much. Okay. <laughs> Wow, what a fascinating situation. But uh, congratulations to you for having such wonderful strength to be supportive in the way because it's so confronting. I mean, your whole life gets turned on its head, doesn't it? And how do you feel now after all of this? Honestly, it had nothing to do with our relationship ending. It was more just other personal issues and it doesn't bother me. I, I would have been quite happy to stay married if... That was the only thing he had going on. Mm. Um, it, it really didn't bother me, but I, I just had one one ground rule, and that was she never comes in the bedroom. So that was my only deal breaker. Did he break that deal? He tried, um, but I just wasn't having it. Not, not at all. No way, no how. Wow. I've got to ask, how are you doing now? Are you, are you all good? I'm awesome. I've got a new partner that um, is super supportive and we have common interests and just life is great. I suppose common interests other than wearing bras together or anything with a new partner. No, we have other common interests. <laughs> don't involve underwear. I think you sound like an incredibly open-minded and, and supportive person and, and it wasn't in fact the cross-dressing that was a deal breaker. It was just um, the person that he became when he was doing that. Yeah, and, and when he wasn't. Well, thank you so much for sharing the story. I hope you feel a little bit better that you've been able to sort of get that off your chest. Oh, yeah. It's always good to uh, tell someone without the scariness of people actually finding out. (laughs) Well, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Got a secret. Beck and Soda. Secrets of the Suburbs. Share your secret at safm.com.au. What an amazing situation. Yeah. Three in the marriage, but yeah. there's only two. Yeah, that, and such a tolerant, beautiful yeah. 
open-minded woman. As well, Anonymous, you have tolerated so much, but you've been, I think, so fantastic in that process. We are going to award you $5,000 yeah. for our number one secret of the suburb. Congratulations. Uh, I hope that money helps you enjoy yeah. a fantastic Christmas. You certainly moved on with your life. Yeah. Very mature. I think um, just a very, very real and honest person. Yes. Uh, and Secrets is coming back in 2024. Yep. So get it off your chest, baby. SAFM.com.au. Get on board. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. Your call is important to us. Oh. Your call has progressed in the queue. I press number two. <laughs> I want to speak to a human being. There's nothing more frustrating than being on hold to a oh, call centre. I was stuck on hold for about 55 minutes to my gov the other day to try and get an immunisation certificate. So we're asking on 131060 the longest time you've been on hold to be inducted into our gallery of greats. Mel from Gawler, how long? Uh, over two hours with Centrelink to oh. try and get my pay parental leave sorted. Oh, Mel, I'm getting frustrated hearing that already. Uh, did you get the result you needed? Eventually, yes. Yeah. So I waited over four months to get my um, payment. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we eventually got there, got through to an operator and got it sorted. Yeah. Mm. Um, once you got to the human, they were helpful, though? They were so helpful. Yeah, Wonderful. it's just frustrating. The music is awful. No, oh, <laughs> That's the kicker. <laughs> Is it, you're playing whole music now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Um, Mel, thank you so much. I'm glad you got the resolution you required. Mm. Two hours. Uh, Aisha from Hallett Cove, can you top two? Yes. I was on hold from Centrelink for three and a half hours. Ooh. Did you get the result you needed? <laughs> no. Once I they um, answered and I told them like, my details and stuff and then the line dropped out. No. Oh, no. Yep, oh, I was no. very mad. <laughs> Did you bother calling back? <laughs> no, nope, I gave up at that point. Yeah, I understand. So I was that. just mad. Three hours. Three hours, and then no result. Maddie in Port Nolunga South, can you top three hours on hold? Yes, certainly can. About three and a half hours to a magnificent airline, which obviously names shall not be mentioned. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Well, you're in the you're in the running for our magnificent holiday. Um, so three and a half. And what were you actually after? You changing a flight? Were you trying to redeem some cash from them? Um, they tried. They tried. Or they uh, changed a flight by text message, and then obviously you ring them up saying, "No, you can't do that because I've got connecting flights and stuff like that." But they don't care. No, <laughs> I love it. They change it, and then you're the one who has to try and fix it on hold. Exactly. exactly. Oh, <laughs> right, Maddie. Were you able to control your temper while you were talking to them, or did it just gradually rise? Uh, yeah, a bit frustrated, and obviously you go, well, you're not allowed to abuse these people, so they're just doing a job, but yeah, it's like, come on, get more people. <laughs> exactly, they just need more people you, in call centres. All right, we're at three and a half hours, can you top that? Kylie in Golden Grove, how long were you on hold for? Four and a half hours. Yeah, what was that for? It was actually an airline similar to the previous caller Ooh. when COVID first hit uh, for international flight credit. Oh, no. And so, Kylie, you got your credit back or you got the credit? I did. I did after four and a half hours. So I guess the wait was kind of worth it. But it's just a matter of putting the phone on speaker and walking away and doing the rest of my day while I waited. <laughs> oh, Kylie. I, do you know what? I just get so frustrated by this. It does. It's frustrating. Well, imagine if they pick up while you're on the loo. <laughs> um, Emma Ingola, how long were you on hold for? Five hours and 30 minutes. No. And who yeah. was, what sort of organisation? 
I was on the phone to Centrelink. Oh, dear. I'll tell Centrelink you what, and the airlines. We're getting a little uh, theme coming through <laughs> here. So five hours and a half, and did you get what you needed? No. What happened? Uh, they, I went into Centrelink, and they um, refused to see me because apparently I was so frustrated, and, yeah, they would not see me. Oh, oh Emma. You did, got... you, did you voice your frustration, Emma? I did. Oh, uh, no. Any Emma. magic words? Um, no, I didn't use any swear words or anything to him. I was just, I told him nicely that I was very frustrated. And, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was annoyed. And then they just, mm. the easiest way for them is just to cut you off. Yeah, and then they turned around and said that if I kept going, that they would cut my whole payments off. Ooh. Oh, that is ridiculous. Thank you, Emma. Oh, we're trying to top five and a half. Emma from Hope Valley, I think you're going to do that, aren't you? Yes. So I was on hold with a phone company for six hours, 15 minutes, trying to get my home internet put on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It was funny because I actually shifted my house. So I had my phone down my bra, like, just because I wanted to do some things while I was on it. So I was moving my house while I was doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, right, okay. Tucked it in the bra. That's... Yeah. Six hours, 15. Right. That yeah. is ridiculous. Okay, so we've got phone companies. Airlines and Centrelink, my lord. Ben from Newton, can you top the 6.15? Yeah, can top that one. Um, so my partner was on hold for on an, with an airline for six and a half hours throughout the day oh. um, with, uh, with peak COVID times. The flight got cancelled and moved, and uh, so they're trying to get to get on the phone to the airline to, uh, to fix to sort that one out and uh, didn't get through for the whole six and a half hours throughout Jeez. the day. Oh, so gave um, up. That gave up mm. and then had an alarm set for 1 a.m., Called back at 1am, uh, within 10 minutes got through and sorted it all out. Oh, but set the alarm to get up at 1am to be able to just organise your day. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Good life hack though. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but seriously, yeah. if you need to be doing that, Benny, thank you so much. Oh no, Beck. Six and a half? Six and a half. Okay, here we go. You better get on to Tanya. Okay, Tanya from Woodcroft, oh, how wow. long were you on hold for? <laughs> About 15 hours. What? No, what? Uh, no way. <laughs> it was overnight. Well, overnight? I, yes. I, I didn't sit there all night. I left the phone. This is back a few years ago when we had a landline. Yep. And I was being transferred from one department to another. Mm. And, yeah, I, I left the phone at home. I went and picked up the kids from school, came back. Cooked dinner. Still on hold. Still on hold. So, yeah, I thought, well, I'm not hanging up now. And I just left it on hold. The, the whole music played all night. And then the next morning, I was still on hold. And they, they answered at 9 a.m. Oh, how many hours? <laughs> well, I can't remember exactly, but it was at least 15. <gasps> 15 hours plus, and who was the company or what sort of company? Um, it was a large bank. Oh, bloody Ooh. oath it was. <laughs> wow. And when they picked the phone up, did they acknowledge that you'd been on hold for 15 I, well, hours? Not straight away, but the girl did ask, and she said she thought that her system had malfunctioned <laughs> with the time that she thought. Wow. Yeah. I imagine that they go, um, thank you for your, thanks for waiting, thanks for your patience, um, how can we help? <laughs> like, what the? 
I was just so grateful to have someone there that I forgot all about. Oh. <laughs> well, Tanya, here we go. This is for you. You have been added to Beck and Soda's Gallery of Grace. Wow. Tanya, congratulations. Thank you. It is magnificent. You're right. You're in the running for the family holiday, which we're going to give away before 9am. You have picked up also the Golden Greater Trophy, thanks to our friends at Brighton Trophy Centre. And we're going to send you for a night out at the Fun Lab in Rundle Place. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. Yeah, no. That's well, awesome. congratulations, Sandra. We just need you to get just stay on hold for a minute. We'll get your details in just a few moments. In just a few hours. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Are, are you okay to um, hold on until tomorrow morning? Yeah. We'll call and give you your prizes. <laughs> yep. Your call sure. has progressed <laughs> in the queue. <laughs> well hey, done, Tanya, Jane. thanks for waiting um, and your patience. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. <laughs> I give up. I give up. I try to stop the word magnificent from being used in this show. And Mark Soderstrom, you have made it the word of the show and everyone has embraced it. Well, it is a beautiful word. And of course, uh, 8.30 this morning, we had a magnificent giveaway again of more merch, which was down at Sefton plaza everything is gone grace from black thunder said it was just crazy down there again we will keep our merch drops going back the ortc magnificent hats and also the magnificent t-shirts but of course you said don't do it (laughs) and we've gone no 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 we have to do it more so congratulations and thank you to everyone that started embracing the word magnificent like travis boak yeah, I reckon day grand final is magnificent. <laughs> Absolutely, Bokey. Aaron Phillips got a I board. just thought this is magnificent. Uh, even the Premier. Oh. Feeling magnificent <laughs> this morning, in fact, mate. Oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it right now. Stop yeah. flirting with Mally. Um, but then also we said, well, for anyone, all of you, our friends, if you get on board 13, 10, 16, you drop magnificent, get it out in society, anytime you're on the show, well, you go in the running for this magnificent Family holiday to the Gold Coast. You visit all the worlds, airfares, accommodation, um, and then you embraced it. Mia from Seaford. That's magnificent. Louisa from Marion. I'm magnificent. I'm in oh. magnificent Marion. Yes, you are. What about Alicia from Dernan Court? I'm magnificent for listening to you. Beck everywhere. <laughs> we had, I would guess, hundreds of people drop it. Absolutely. Like thousands. 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 Who walked through the footy and people are going, hey, it's magnificent, mate. See, everyone is getting on board. So, Beck, randomly from all of those people that have said magnificent and got on our show, we have to award this prize. All right. It goes to somebody who played magnificent magic <sighs> Mark Stacey in Aldinka Beach. It's you, you're our winner. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. husband Matt and my daughter Ruby. Oh, you are going to have the best time. Now Stace, um, you got on board for Magic Mark. Yes, I did. Right. Are you in your car at the moment? Um, I'm in the work car park, yep. Right. I just, right. I'm trying to think. Um, 
Let me ask you three random questions. No. Hang on. Yeah. What, are you, what are you doing on Christmas Day for lunch? Uh, having lunch at home. Okay, so you're hosting lunch. What's your favourite Christmas movie? Uh, the Santa Claus. Yeah, The Santa Claus. Oh, I yeah. need another Christmas type question to get. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what car you're in again. Hang on. Um, one word to describe how you're feeling right now. Um, over the moon excited. Over the moon excited is four. Can you condense it in one word that starts with M? Magnificent. Yes. Righto, Stacey. I can tell yes. your car's white. Oh, and yes. How did you know? It is. <laughs> from that, well, clearly the Santa Claus, your favourite film. It's got to be. It's got to be a white Mitsubishi Eclipse. That's it. Magnificent. Yes. Oh, Stace, are you having a little tear? Yeah, my daughter's absolutely bawling her eyes out. Oh, that is great. <laughs> Um, Stacey, thank you so much for getting on board. Thank you, importantly, for being a part of our family on the show. Um, and for Ruby, Matt, yourself, we hope you have a magnificent Christmas and a magnificent holiday the Goldie. Thank you so much. That's, yeah, unbelievable. Thank you. Well done. Oh. Good job. She's as excited as any yeah. woman I've met. <laughs> You've never met a woman scream Not like, like that. I don't know about the magic mark <laughs> thing, though, because, I mean, you'd guessed it already. So... <laughs> You'd, you'd already yeah, but I couldn't it. remember her car. Oh, my God, that's why I had to go three questions again. Come on, you lot. Wowee. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.